Wow, gang. Whoa. Or should I say, Damari, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) You should say that. Yeah, I mean, crazy episode, guys, right? Quite a lot to talk about. Let's dig in. I like it that we didn't get, uh, like, next week on The Bachelor. And, like, we didn't get a heads up on this at all, I feel like. No, they sprung it on us. Yeah, what's her name? Well, they because they showed her in the, like, this season season. on. But I thought. That was the clip that I was like, oh, they're going to go to some couple's theater. Right. Well, and you think they're going to save something like that for a while. Lexi is her name. Yeah, Yeah. Lexi. Whoa, Lexi. And let's face it. Lexi is crazy, and Demario is a liar. I think both of those things can be true at the same time. I also commented that Lexi is not pretty enough for Demario. Yeah, even you would for think a that. dog like <laughs> even Demario. for a dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> but we're clearly getting ahead of ourselves. Way ahead of ourselves. Let's back up to the beginning of this episode, where Harrison finds it necessary. To explain how this whole thing works. Always. Every time. Every You've time. got to explain how this thing Guys, works. Guys, what I have here is a date card. <laughs> this is known as a date card. You're here to win Rachel's affections. <laughs> uh, Harrison, in what proves to be a little bit of a foreshadowing moment, says that he hopes everybody's here for the right reasons. Some people are Spoiler not. Spoiler alert, Demario's not. And uh, if you ask Blake, Lucas is not here. We have, we're going to uh, need the siren. A couple times oh, this week. multiple times. A few people not here for the right reasons. Uh, number one, <laughs> Copper. <laughs> no, Copper is the only one who's oh, here for the right reasons. Sorry, guys. Getting yeah, some, what we get in text, text message. <laughs> Got somewhere more important to be. Say, Always. you need a minute while you check these? Um, I want to say that when the date card comes, Lee reads it. And some of the guys are wearing your. I feel like your face is real close to me right now. Yeah, a little too close. Yeah, (laughs) we got to lean in on the mic. It's like we have one milkshake and two straws right now. It's very romantic. Um, some of the guys are wearing t-shirts. We're in the bachelor mansion. Lee appears to be wearing like a quilted down comforter as a jacket. (laughs) It's like kind of like a snuggie, but if a snuggie were made out of a quilt, it's a legit like ski jacket. Yeah. Did you notice? No, I did not notice this. But you know, Southern California, you need that kind of thing. I I didn't go to Pepperdine. That was you. So tell me how it is in Southern California. (laughs) Saving souls, meeting movie stars, (laughs) wearing a downy jacket, day in day out. Uh, The guys are making some day mimosas. I like it. They're popping bottles Mm -hmm. and. We noted that we get the first waboom of the episode at 4 minutes and 40 seconds. It's true. And uh, right after they say, let's get things poppin', Mm -hmm. and then pop the champagne cork. So that's a nice move. The guys seem like they're getting along pretty well. They do, yeah. Obviously, with the exception of Lucas and Blake, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that, my friends. Don't worry. Um, in fact, I think we're about to get to it because we have the first group date, uh, of which Blake and Lucas are both on. Right. Kenny, your man, Kenny. My man, Kenny. Is on it. You know, I love Kenny. The tickle monster. Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. (laughs) Um, Iggy. Is there someone named Iggy? Yeah. Okay. In parentheses, I have, who is this? But <laughs> if yes. there's a gentleman named Iggy, he is indeed Iggy on the date. Is the, he looks kind of, um, uh, I'm, this is a bad direction to go in, so I'm not even going to try to guess what ethnicity he is. Okay. But he's the he's a bigger guy, 
And he's commenting on Waboom. He says that he can't tell. He's the one who says uh, that he can't tell if Waboom is actually Lucas. Right. If there are two different sides to Lucas. Lucas and Waboom. And then Blake says, I know the real Lucas. And Lucas is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but... To me, Blake came off worse than oh, Lucas ter- That's what in this always episode. happens. It's yep. like the last time when you had Chad versus Evan, and somehow Chad, who's this like steroid chomping, like roid rage, right. clearly terrible person, look like, I don't you're kind of like, eh, I don't know right. though, because Evan was being super obnoxious. Well, and that's Taylor and Corinne, the Taylor and Corinne problem, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, all I know all future contestants are listening to our podcast. No Just don't, good don't ever do comes this. Yeah. From being that guy or girl. Right. Well, you, and to, it's, it's like we tell our five year old, don't tattle. Like, right. just don't do it. Right. Well, and to jump ahead of ourselves again, you know, Blake brings this up to all the other guys on the group date that Lucas isn't here for the right reasons and he's annoying. Which is true. And, and he, and, but they all handle it perfectly and they're like, Rachel's smart. Like, she'll figure mm-hmm. this out. Like, well, I mean, how dumb do you think that Rachel is? Especially this early in the episode, in right. the season. Like, I understand when. I I do get in like a Taylor and Corinne situation. It must be incredibly frustrating to look at someone who is literally like one person when the bachelor or bachelorette is around and a totally other person when they're, you know, in the house. No, Corinne was always putting whipped cream on her breasts. No (laughs) matter who, even by herself. Guys, anybody want to, anybody need some cream? A little bit of this. Um, But that was like at least five four or five episodes sure in. i feel like enough to the point where she's around long enough where you're like hey you know this is a bad choice it's almost like blake and lucas have some sort of history outside of the bachelor almost like they do and in fact it's almost like they've appeared on another reality show we did a little together. digging guys. little research folks little detective work <laughs> we actually have a pi on staff Name's Mosley. (laughs) (laughs) Mosby Boys. (laughs) I mean, that's the clip that we're going to play, so way to ruin it. No, we'll just cut that out. (laughs) Um,. Yeah, well, do you want to get to that now, or that comes later? Let's let's, let's start with it. the date. Let's yeah, save it. Let's All right, so date. we show up, and Rachel is grilling mm-hmm. on a tiny grill that I noted looked just like that grill that I loaned you when you took it to your one football game that you went to in eight years of graduate right. school. Correction, half of a football game, because it got rained <laughs> out. And you lost my grill. The, as you I just, lost, like, you left it there. No, uh, to be fair... We lost the top part of the grill, <laughs> which the, without which the grill is useless. Yeah. But we only lost part of it. That's what it reminded me yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I'm glad brought that that brought that of, back. Brought yeah. up a lot of sore Thanks, feelings. Rachel. Thanks, yeah. Bachelorette. Um, so Rachel is grilling. It's a little bit of a, like, what what's going on on this date and who should appear but Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And I have to say... Like, I was a little bit, like, flabbergasted. Like, uh, I must feel be like... nice to just be like, hey, we're big fans of this yeah, show. we'd like to get pop us in. on here. Yeah. You know, I'd like to go on The Bachelorette. Yeah. When are we going to get famous enough? How and many terrible movies do I have to make? They also said that they've been watching it, like, since JoJo's season. There, right. It was not that, like, they haven't even been Posers. watching it for that long. Posers. Whatever. Psh, whatever. Um, I just made the butterfly effect for 
Harrison, can you put me on uh, The Bachelorette now? I have to say, so they, they show up. I was surprised, though, because that's some, like, and honestly, later we get another surprise guest. This might be as much star power as we've ever seen yeah, on an episode. Well, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. But I feel like to have both of the I'm waiting the for guests. Amy Schumer. I got money on that one. Yeah. She's a big fan. Yeah, she's she could pop up I think Jennifer up Aniston is a fan. Or as you like to call her, Jen. Jen Aniston. Well, we're close. You yeah. know, when she broke up with Brad, uh, I was there for her. Um, all right, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are there. They have set up a husband obstacle course. It contains things like changing poop on dirty diapers on babies, mm-hmm. which I noted that they blurred out. Are well, they I was very confused. Well, also, TV? that's not, that can't be real poop. I mean, what in the world? Like they were going around and having babies poop into diapers. <laughs> Maybe not babies. And then I like to think that it was Harrison poop. Right. <laughs> it's Ashton Kutcher pooping into these diapers for days and days. Well, that's what. So they did blur it. Well, I mean, that I. There's no way that was real poop. Well, we'll never know because they blurred it. They blurred it. Yeah. We need to get our PI on that one again. <laughs> A Mosby boy. <laughs> um, they had to vacuum. Yes. They had to pull hair out of a drain, mm-hmm. something that I don't think I've ever seen you do. Has there ever been hair in the drain Absolutely. to pull out? Okay. Absolutely. Well, I, f- I would have failed that part of the obstacle course and life. Um, They had to dig out of a <laughs> garbage disposal <laughs> and uh, find a diamond ring. And then they had to set a table real nice. Yeah, real nice. Something I also don't think I've ever seen you No. Do. Well, they had Ashton and Mila coaching them specifically um, on how to do it. We got some big claims from Ashton and Mila on this date. Ashton says that he knew on day one... I guess that that Mila Kunis was the one, which well, and, is patently false. Sure. Well, weren't they on that '70s show yeah, for like of twelve they years were. together? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, you knew it when I think Mila Kunis was like thirteen when right. she started that right. show. Well, and wasn't he or she dating someone? I mean, well, she he must have dated Demi Moore, right? And she must have dated Wilmer Valderrama at Macaulay least once. Culkin oh, I forgot for about years. that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's uh, that's way uh, over Macaulay Culkin's league. I feel like. Yeah, so, well, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a lot of money. Yeah, but I'm, she's got to be doing fine. The residuals from that 70s from show. Black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> that made bank. Huge bank. Um, Ashton also says, hashtag bold claim, he doesn't think the guy is in this group. I like that um, bold claim. On behalf of Kenny, I'm offended. I, I like that it is a bold claim, I feel like though. There were a few I don't others. think it's justifiable, but. I think, and I mean, uh, she liked what Dean, who I had not realized existed. Yeah, Dean. Want, I'm ready to go black and never go back. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's Apparently, him. he caused quite a stir on the interwebs with that <laughs> statement. <laughs> quite, quite the hubbub. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, all right, we got the. So we've got the the obstacle oh, course. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, by all means, go ahead. No. You want to mansplain this obstacle yes, I course do. to me? I do. I'd like to interrupt you a little bit. Yeah, more. go ahead. No, go. You've got it. You've got it. Any, any, <laughs> any time now. I'm not talking. This is your. So we've got the obstacle course, and you go. And go. <laughs> oh, you felt whatever you had to say was so important that you had to interrupt me like a dick. So go, go ahead. What were you going to say? 
No, I don't. You were really excited about it. So were you surprised that Lucas was the winner of the obstacle course and that he was able to shove Kenny, a professional wrestler, out of the way? He stiff arms Kenny. Seemed a little unfair. I I don't think it's unfair. I just think that it's a bold move considering that Kenny is a professional wrestler and Lucas is a professional waboomer. Go ahead. (laughs) Stop. Go. I was just going to mention, by the way, we if you go to Lucas's website, you can see some terrible stand-up comedy that he participates in. I feel like you kind of enjoyed it. I did. That's why I stopped it uh, a minute in. You were liking it too much? Yeah. <laughs> the belly laughs were coming too hard. It was a danger to my health. I did like the conversation that Ashton and Mila had regarding Waboom. Right. Yeah, that Ashton Kusher does not think that when that's she said, funny at that's all. That's the sound he makes. Why? Just because he can. <laughs> right, and that uh, is actually the only explanation that one would ever give. Well, I feel for like why that, he does. Yeah, it's a, it's a great explanation because it's true. It's just the sound he makes because he can. Right, that's a sound that I can make. Yeah. Um, Blake at that point, at the end of the date, so Blake is a little bit pissed off that Lucas has won. He takes one of the plastic babies and slams it on the ground and says, this shit with Lucas ends tonight. It's a baby drop. (laughs) And then I believe he says, waboom. But without, I mean, it's on a scale like a two. Yeah. He does not not do the face thing. He does not. Yeah. He doesn't really get into it. Poor waboom, Blake. I also want to note Earlier, they Lucas's team because they do a little football game. Lucas's team scores a touchdown, and Lucas does not say "waboom" at that point. Which, they did a football game on that day. Yeah, just like a quick like pickup oh. football game. Okay. Yeah, at the beginning, um, just you know throwing the pigskin around sure. like me and my boys like to do sometimes. <laughs> you know, just to let off some steam. Uh, anyways, they head to some sort of place for the evening event oh yeah 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 that's all you had to say about that that's just it just that he doesn't he doesn't say yeah. well all my point is he doesn't say if you were gonna say well sure. at any point it might be to punctuate a a touchdown, touchdown. yes that would be an opportune moment to say waboom but never mind i don't want to tell <laughs> lucas how to do his waboom um they yeah I, they end up somewhere on the evening date and lucas gets the first one-on-one time so while we are all kind of scratching our heads at the uh fact that lucas is even you know has made it past the first round uh rachel says that every time she talks to him she learns something interesting and that he surprises her i understand she the second a part bit of the waboom <laughs> you gotta everybody's got a little waboom in them i guess would you like a little waboom in you <laughs> Um, all right, so now we are to the point where Blake brings up. So, first he says he knows Lucas from a quote previous encounter and that he's been doing the Waboomat for three years. <laughs> Which, first of all, Jesus, how exhausting. I mean, anyone in Lucas's life must be exhausted by Waboom at this point. I'm already exhausted by Waboom. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so Blake says that he lives with Waboom's ex-girlfriend, um, which I thought that was the encounter, but then I get, wow, you're like sweating. It's hot in here. Isn't it hot in here? (laughs) Plus I'm getting into the, I'm getting into the intensity of the episode. sweating so much? I, I don't know. 
Um, but then they were on a, you said that you found out that they were on a reality TV yes. show together. They, well, Lucas has made the reality circuit. There was an article. You That's could, not at all surprising. No, not at all surprising. <laughs> Again, I mean, as you point out before, what is the end game here for Lucas? Like, specifically with the Waboom brand. I'm curious if he went on all of those shows as Waboom, or like... Was he just Lucas on the first reality show that he went on, and then Lucas didn't make it very far? Right, ready to unveil this new Waboom persona. It's really a classic. uh, What do they call that in like uh, comic strips? Like an origin story. Yeah, an origin story. Yes. Yes. Well, out of the ashes of Lucas springs (laughs) Waboom. Right. It's a rebirth. So, what reality shows has he been on? Let's see. I'll I'll have to pull up the article. But yeah, Exile. He had been on some kind of dating show um, and at least one other. All right. Uh, to that end, Blake says that Lucas is a clown for TV exposure. <laughs> and while they're... Is it, this is right that... Is that right? That while they were um, filming... Yeah, they're showing all those clowns. Like in the room. Oh, yes. Yes. No, that was... And I don't know why there were a bunch of clowns in that room to begin with. I'm surprised that the AJ dummy wasn't in there hiding too amongst the clowns. Um, And then we we have to note, we have to say it. Blake says that Lucas is not here for the right reasons. Not here for the right reasons. Uh, To counter-argument that, though, Lucas claims that Blake is, quote, a crazy maniac. (laughs) (laughs) And that his ex-girlfriend... Uh, specifically has stories of him being a crazy maniac. I also don't understand. But then Blake says, you don't have a leg to stand on. Or what leg do you (laughs) have to stand on? And Lucas says, the only leg I have to stand on are my two legs. (laughs) I feel like they got some really good quotes in on this. This is a great exchange. It really is. Like this is, it almost feels like it was written in advance. Uh, It almost feels like it was a little scripted. Yeah. Little Harrisons in the back punching up their dialogue for them. <laughs> and Lucas also mentions that Rachel, they have an unspoken connection. Um, because okay. Blake goes in there. Well, and Blake also does this classic thing where he, like, walks in, brings up Lucas, and then is like, I didn't want to bring this up, but since he's since it's come up, I guess we should talk about it. It's always the same. I mean, James Taylor mm-hmm. ratting out Jordan. For no good reason. Nope. Yeah, no it, good it's reason. It's just never a good move. No, it's never. I don't understand. I'd like to get our stats person to Although, run. Oh, go ahead. To run whether, <laughs> um, the, you know, that ever works in your favor. You yeah. know, whether, whether the champion has ever brought up somebody else. Yeah. I would like to know. Yeah. Margaret, get on the stats. <laughs> Crunch the numbers. We actually have someone from 538 working for us now. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, then I felt like uh, Rachel handled it well. Because she was like, "Eh, not a fan of the Waboom. Right. To Blake. So it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't an immediate end game for Blake. But it also wasn't just like, oh, let's get Waboom out of here. Since one guy is like, I don't like it. Right. Well, I liked that too. Because she didn't like commiserate and say like yeah he is annoying she just like mentioned like she she sort of did the almost the classic therapist move of like so what i hear you saying is <laughs> this um which is a, a probably a good way to handle the guys because yeah, then i feel like i feel like blake did seem to feel validated yeah. by it yep and yet she didn't actually say anything negative about no. Waboom. i'm gonna ask right now i give you a 
Vegas. Uh, it's okay. I don't know what that means. Who do you think is going to last longer, Blake or Waboom? Waboom, but by a hair. What if we get a two-on-one? Yeah, I mean that. Oh, uh, I think that Blake is going home in a two-on-one because he's going to be more aggressive. And also, like, Blake... Lucas seems to be, like, warm with her, and Blake just doesn't seem to have any charm at all. No, I agree. You know, like, I don't see anything going in his favor. And that's the other thing oh, so that you, you see. So you think Waboom is going to last longer? Yeah, but just, like, an episode or two. By a hair on your Waboom. He's going to last I one think Waboom longer. He's going to last one, and we get the, the well, spelling of Waboom. Well, it might Waboom. be one of those dates where Blake goes home in a two-on-one with someone else, and then Waboom gets sent home in... Like the rose ceremony. Or, or vice versa. Or. Blake is like, good, I'm glad to get him out yeah, of here. Yeah, no, that actually would be satisfying if Blake lasted a minute longer and then got cut. What I see potentially happening is them going on a two-on-one and Rachel just cleans house and sends them both home. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? A little bit of a Chad, little Alex move. Yes. Or no, wait, little Alex, that, little Alex move. That is a Ashley I. Kelsey move. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, get them out of here, Rachel. Um, all right. So other things that happen on this group date, she likes Dean. Mm -hmm. Uh, He gets the rose of the evening and she says that he saves the evening because interestingly, she does make the comment that she's not feeling romantic vibes from any of them. Hashtag RIP Kenny. Well, you know, Kenny call me. Baby, say Hashtag, you want to wrestle with Kenny. What's his, what's his wrestler name? <laughs> pretty Pitbull. Pretty, pretty boy Pitbull. <laughs> I'll also have to say that no wonder she's not getting romantic vibes if Jonathan's date conversation <laughs> is how to wipe a baby's ass. Which I also wonder why is Jonathan the expert right. on that? To my knowledge, he does not have children. People overwipe babies' bottoms and it and irritates that can the baby. Results in a little more of a rush. <laughs> Oh, oh Jonathan! Yeah, you got to work on oh, your game. Oh, yeah! Ooh, tickle her again, yeah, Jonathan. You tickle know her. It's bad when Ryan Weber's I telling know. you to work on your game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, call me for some tips on how to pick up a woman. Oy, Oof. Oy um, did you like Dean? Did you find him handsome and charming? I like Dean. Um, I feel like I'm gonna make maybe a bold statement here i think dean is kind of the poor man's peter sure i like peter better if we're gonna save one white boy i would i like peter right well dean feels like in multiplicity when they kept making copies of michael keaton like dean feels like the fourth copy of peter or something Mm. like just you know a subpar version of peter i don't know i mean well I, i don't i mean I, I like Dean. I, and I will say, they did seem to have good chemistry. Sure. She seems to like Dean. Yeah, yeah no, I, I liked it. I thought he was good. And he, Peter is, is so damn charming that even a knockoff Peter is, you know, not too shabby. Sure. I'd take um, like around 10 Peter. Oh, I, I bet you would. <laughs> I'll also have to say, you know, you've, you've been saying that Kenny, he doesn't look like he stands a chance. But first of all, I really liked... Kenny's reaction to Blake and Lucas saying, like, if you want to go on the merry-go-round, yes. let's go to Santa Monica and get on the merry-go-round. <laughs> I did like that, too. I mean, he was just kind of blatantly being like, these dumbass white boys right. are, you know, acting like fools. True that, Kenny. Um, true oh, that. Oh, I don't think you're allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say true that? Uh, yeah. You oh. people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you people. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, 
but also I feel like here's the you want to know the mistake that I think Kenny's making yes he's too good a dad it is a situation where I think Kenny presents Kenny has presented the fact that he and his daughter are so close that if I were Rachel I would be worried about coming in and disrupting that Mm -hmm. I think we got a little bit of a Jesse Spano dad getting married and was that in Hawaii Oh, is that Saved right? by the bell situation. Yeah. Where she's going to hate whatever... The, the daughter's going to hate whatever woman, i.e. Rachel, right. is coming in to take Kenny away from Interrupting her. Interrupting the whole situation they've That's got the going. That's the vibe that I'm getting. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I can understand that. And I do think he's in the friend zone right now. I will say that... Um, you know, he's one of the older guys in the house, and often that doesn't play well. But I think with Rachel, that's a bit no, of an advantage. No, I think, yeah, I think it is too. She's. But I think that she, they all say this, she is legitimately ready to settle down. Right. You she know? is ready to settle down. She's a little bit older herself, and she's not, she doesn't want to fuck around. We see that with we see. Oh, we see that later. Um. So, all right, let's go to the first one-on-one, yeah? Yes, we should. It goes to Peter. Our friend Peter. So they show up at a um, like airstrip, yeah. right? Yeah. They're going to go on this private plane. They're going to go to Palm Springs. But Rachel builds a little bit of suspense and says that one of her best friends was in a bad accident and that she hopes Peter doesn't mind, but this friend is going to come with them. Who is it? Guys. Guys. It's copper it's copper oh my god it's copper the dog and now so i was super excited to see copper but this also led to the most disappointing oh, can moment i just of the tell night. you that ryan was ryan pissed. oh what, for what because so here's what happens well, they I was say, say when you said you were super excited yes he exclaimed yeah. there's no other word for it oh thank you yeah when I, getting copper out. he was Real excited. I was delighted, but my delight turned to disappointment when what should happen? Peter asks, why is he in a cast? And Rachel says, I'll tell you on the airplane. And then we don't find out. This is really the only thing I want to know is why Copper's in a cast. Yeah. We're going to have to get our detective on this situation to find out for ourselves if they're not going to tell us. She was, boys. <laughs> she was like, it's a long story. I'll tell you on the plane. You could abridge it. I mean, how long can it be, Do you Rachel? think it's that Rachel beat him up? <laughs> <laughs> she got super mad at him. Um. Yeah. All right. So... P, uh, Peter, uh, Copper, and Rachel are headed to Barkfest. Headed in a plane. I also like, we have to mention, because this would bring me no end of delight if this happened to our dogs, that Copper rode in a limo by himself. <laughs> Can you imagine if our dogs <laughs> popped out of... I should do that for you someday. I feel like that would be the greatest treat I could give you if for the dogs dog? popped out in a surprise situation out of a limo somewhere unexpected. <laughs> Where would it be, though? What if you brought him to class one day? Uh, I would be <laughs> myself. out of a limo. No, no, it wouldn't have to be a limo. What oh. if it was... What if... Here's the compromise. Okay. A, t- a tiny dog limo that they can come into our building in. <laughs> they can just roll on up. And it plays yeah. Who Let the Dogs Out. It has to. Yeah. Yeah. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? They are playing Barkfest at Who Let the Dogs Out. They have, as uh, Rachel says, dog smoothies, a dog photo booth. Quote, 
It doesn't get better than this. She, and I agree. She I agree. and honestly, I always think about like which dates would I want to go on and which dates would I thrive oh, in. One. I feel like this one would be Absolutely. Yeah. And surprisingly, Peter seems to thrive in he it. He and DeCopper are dancing together. <laughs> which I but think But Copper speaks. can't dance because he has a cat. But Peter's holding He's him. He's doing the sprain. Oh. <laughs> Our final couple with a new dance they've invented called Oh, no, Peter seemed to really threaten to be into it and like, let's get copper in the pictures. (laughs) No, I was a little confused. This was an event that was already going on or this was an event that they set up for the show. It was already going on because it was sponsored by BarkBox. Oh. Which is a hashtag we would love a sponsor. Yeah. BarkBox, uh, call us. <laughs> it's like a monthly box delivery. Like a nature box. It's like Stitch Fix for yeah. your dogs. It is, it's clothes or uh, <laughs> <No>. treats. Oh, <laughs> Stitch Fix. I didn't know it was like dog sweaters It's like and Stitch stuff. Fix in that it's a monthly delivery <laughs> <laughs> But it's like nature box in that it's snacks it's and not treats. All treat. It's not all snacks. Oh, it's okay. also toys. Okay, and clothes. It's like Birch Box. Okay. Because it's makeup for your dog. <laughs> It's lipstick on your dog. Uh, we got enough lipstick coming from copper, am I right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in summing up, great date, great yeah. date with copper. Um, they also get to go on a fancy evening date, right? Which copper also goes on. Copper was all over. This was day. he there? Yeah. I didn't see him. Wasn't yeah. he? I think I don't they know. set up, they had like a little table for him. Oh, right. He was eating spaghetti and slurping it up, and he and Rachel <laughs> ended up kissing together. Oh, awkward. Ooh, Peter was really a third wheel in this date. <laughs> um, they, uh, they, what's the word I'm looking for? Commiserate. <laughs> no, bond over the fact that they both went to therapists after yeah. bad relationships. Yeah. And they bond over the fact that they both have teeth that they didn't get fixed, which I hear you, Peter. Oh. I hear you right there. Yeah. yeah, that's really the Ryan story, right? No one told me to get braces, even though my teeth are horrible. Terrible. <laughs> and now Secretly I could do British. it. <laughs> now I could do it, but I'm too lazy. I like that Rachel is at least like, this is my tooth deal with it well rachel has one endearing little front tooth gap rachel is let's see who is rachel is madonna does Madonna have bad teeth? She used to. She got it fixed. Oh, she okay. got her tooth cut. Who do we? Who? Who's a celebrity oh, um, that has a True Blood? Oh yeah, Anna Paquin. Yeah. And you're just like a 75 year old British man. Yeah, in who didn't, so many ways. I grew up in the <laughs> blimey. <laughs> During the war, I wasn't able to get my teeth fixed. You're Sir Grantham. (laughs) No, Sir Grantham would have gotten his teeth fixed. I'm like one of those. It doesn't matter that it's 1913. (laughs) You would have done it. I'm one of those. I'm William. You're Peter. Yeah. Oh. This is turning into a Downton Abbey podcast. Yes, it is. By the way, welcome to 2011. We just started watching Downton Abbey. And I just became Mrs. Delphire. (laughs) Hello. Um... All right, let's talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna yeah. give a top. I'm this. I'm doing this on the fly. Okay. I was gonna say a top five athletes that they could have had on the show that I actually would have recognized. Okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would have been one of them. Sure. Tom Brady. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael obviously. Jordan, of course. Tiger oh, Woods, uh, Bur- fresh from his DWI. Charles Burke. 
Berkeley. Char- Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> I would have recognized that's, that's him. That's convincing. Though. I'm very I convinced that you would have recognized him. I'll okay. have you know. Well, I was, are you oh, going to say about the air? No, I was oh. going to make a Charles Barkley podcast comment. should be super funny from here on out because we turned the air conditioning on. It was the cool 79 <laughs> degrees, which might explain why Ryan was sweating well, I was so clothes. sweaty. Also because I right. am a nervous wreck as a human being. Go ahead. Um, no, Charles Barkley I would have recognized because he was on the Mount Dunkmore shirt that I had as a youth. Because you were such a basketball fan. Because I was fan. such a baller, yeah. Guys, sports. <laughs> hey, check I'm it gonna out, guys. I'm going to give you my number five. Okay. You know who it would have been? Who? It's going to be a little bit of a shocker. Okay. Larry Bird. Ah, yeah. Are we doing only basketball? I thought... Any, you said athletes, but... Yeah, because I yeah. did say Tom Brady. Yeah. Anyway, I did know who who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was, which shows, as you said, the magnitude of, like, what a get that was. Yeah. Rachel refers to him as, I want to say, like, an old friend. What right. Yeah, she makes it sound like it wasn't that just that he, like, wanted to be on the show, or they got, but that they had some kind of, like, long-standing relationship. Maybe the judge knows uh, The Kareem. judge knows everybody. The judge knows everybody. Yeah, big time. Um, I also thought Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was like 45, so color me shocked when he comes <laughs> out. He's pretty old, guys. Yeah. In fact, we looked it up. He's 70. He's uh, keeping it together. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar also, um... Dignified, very, dignified. Super dignified. Well, he often, like, publishes tall, really good, um, editorials uh. and stuff. Yeah, he, um... Interesting. Yeah, thoughtful, thoughtful guy. Anyways, that's that's off topic, but uh, um, they get to practice with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. She says she's looking for. So Rachel loves basketball. Uh, she played basketball, right, in college. It maybe? was unclear to me. Yeah, she said she played competitively in her past, but uh, she's a little rusty. But she wants to look to see that the guys a have skills. That's skills with a z with a z but also that they um like are good teammates that they're good uh, that they have a good attitude right cooperative yeah. yeah they both she and kareem abdul jabbar both make the argument that basketball is a good demonstration of one's like personality yeah i guess yeah I don't think I would want to know what it would show about me were I to play basketball what it would reveal about my personality but um, I, I think do it, like... the revelation is in the fact that you refuse to play. <laughs> I refuse to play. Uh-huh. Um, I do like Kareem saying that uh, you don't have to play basketball to get married. That it's sort of a, you know, it's a little insight on uh, who they're like. But it, they made a good point of saying like, it doesn't matter if you're really good or bad. It's how you play the game. And I actually feel like the person who handled False. it. It matters if you win. <laughs> um, the person who handled it fairly well was Lee, actually. who. Yeah. Was being so we glossed over this, and it's not that big of a deal. But Lee was talking some nonsense earlier in the episode about how the guys who went out early had some disadvantage or blah blah. He was being super weird, but I feel like he kind of t- turned a corner for me. Yeah, on this date. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back when the guys were on their first group right. date, I noted that as well because he says. They've been bonding in the sun all day, and that he's glad he doesn't have the pressure of being on the date, which I feel like is a red flag of, like, why would you not want to be on the date? Right. Well, it also sounds like... It's what like... got jubes when she oh, said, I yeah. don't even want to go on this yeah, date. Yeah, big time. 
Oh, well, Jube's paid for that. And it also is one of those things where, like, it sounds like something you tell yourself to make yourself feel better. Well, of course. Like, I didn't want to go on the date anyway. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's eventually what Jubilee said of, like, I was just trying to deflect my nervousness. Right. I sure am glad that I had all these 25-year-old bitches to jump on me. <laughs> and... Right, to make things worse. Uh, not surprisingly, when Lee says it, it's not an issue. <laughs> um. All right. So we're going to the basketball gate. D- date gate. Gate. The basketball, basketball gate. gate. Yeah. Russia gate. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, Russia gate. Big Guys, time. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We got another Russian on the we show. We got a spy in our midst. Is that? A, I mean, come on. Have we ever had two Russians in a row? We know who the secret producer is. Jared Kushner. You fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this was the end game the whole time. Russian because it means I get to do my accent again. Right, and it's good. Do you think Alex had to eat lipstick? <laughs> I think he chose it's a to. legit question. Yeah, I think absolutely he was eating lipstick. Okay, um, basketball date. Demario and Rachel are hitting it off. Ooh, they're hitting they're it off. They're flirting. Yep. He's dunking on her, but she's kind of liking it. Loving basketball, yeah. y'all. Ooh. Am I right? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've, I've not seen that film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unfamiliar with that particular piece of work. The boys, um, the guys have a real game, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. play basketball. Yeah, in front of a crowd. Yes. Harrison materializes to introduce the to introduce yeah. the game. Yeah. Demario turns into really just a teen wolf. Right? <laughs> 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 He's tearing it up. Do, though doesn't yeah. his team lose in the end? Yeah, they do. Yeah, despite Demario's yes. heroic efforts. Yeah. yeah. His team lose in a heartbreaking squeaker of a game. But then he gives a real, like, heartfelt speech. Like, right. uh, I mean, like you would see in... In, like, a movie. Yeah, yeah like a, a sports movie. movie. Like, like, we guys, lost... We didn't get the W, but, uh, you know, we played Sports hard. cliche. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. That's how winning is done. Team is something you belong to. Something you feel. Something you have to earn. If we don't come together, it's over. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. Um, then DeMario comes out to the gym. Yeah, so here's here, we also have to note this. So his team goes in the locker room, and, and he's gone. Yeah. And so then a woman appears. Well, first, multiple people come out. They're sure. like, I love you so much, Rachel. Yeah. And then, go ahead. Then a woman appears and has some claims that she is DeMario's, not quite ex, because he never broke it off with her, but sort of ambiguous relationship. It's difficult to tell. From what I gather, the claim that she seems to be making is basically that DeMario just ghosted her. Ghost? Yeah, she didn't use that term, but it seems like ghosting to me. 100%. Yeah. Uh, she says that Demario was her boy. Her surname's Lexi. Um, Demario was her boyfriend of seven months. She says that he ghosted her. She turned on her TV. She hadn't heard from him a while, and suddenly there's Demario <laughs> after the rose on TV. Right, trying with an engagement ring, like a fake engagement ring for Rachel. Um, I also have to say this cleared up something for me that I hadn't quite put together. She says I turned on my TV last week. 
and so oh, so like they yeah. started filming because to us it's a huge gap right and when those guys met her but to them well, it was we like were wondering seamlessly. what the filming schedule was because they made a big deal about how right. like it had it was different that that's why they had to spoil the entire season mm-hmm. for us not still mad still about bitter. that not that i'm Harrison. still bitter oh i am um i want to give mad props to demario who gets <laughs> Pulled out of the locker room. And we have to mention really quickly that all the guys are like, oh, he's getting he's, the rose. Yeah, and yeah. Demario thinks he's yeah. getting the rose. Like, he clearly thinks that he's hit a home run sure. on this date. Uh, gets pulled out, goes into the gymnasium, sees Lexi, <laughs> and his first response is, who's this? <laughs> you know what Demario reminded me of the entire time? was when you catch a student plagiarizing an essay. Oh, yeah. And they, like, their story keeps shifting, and it's all very vague on the details. Because that, you know, Lexi did seem kind of crazy. I wouldn't be automatically of the assumption that Demario was lying. But Frankly, a stronger player could have... Could have, I think, worked that situation sure. and come out of it. Sure. Demario choked. No. Well, he was so vague. He said he met her many, many times ago. <laughs> and then asked if they could talk off camera. And I mean... You're right. Nice move, Demario. Well, and also... Um, he is, is every, his story keeps shifting within like five minutes his story shifted multiple times and as someone pointed out I don't want to take credit for this but like Rachel's a lawyer like she sees this right. kind of bullshit yeah. <laughs> all day long she's not going to fall for oh. this kind and of and she lie. doesn't yeah I have to say Demario lawyered oh. uh, he says that he broke up with her face to face and then she swears both on the death of her on the grave of her father but more importantly and also on both of her kittens. <laughs> Sleeping at home. The kittens are alive, by the way. Not their grave. Just the kittens. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and then Demaria, when she, she's like, you still have my key. And he's like, no, I don't. I mailed it to you. <laughs> uh, no, because he's like, oh, no, I don't. Oh, actually. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Well, uh, yeah. think about it. <laughs> um, man, and I got to say... I like I was digging Demario. Sure, yeah. I thought he was charming, cute, fun. Char- yeah, know, man. He was pulling off the cockiness effectively. I have to say, they rarely go down in flames this quickly, too. This yeah. is the kind of thing that usually happens later than this. And Rachel's not playing. She's like, I am not here to be embarrassed. I'm not here to be played. She cuts him, and she says. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, let's just be honest. How many seasons have we been waiting for a bachelor or bachelorette to tell a terrible contestant to get the fuck out? I mean, that's I, I really think that she's one of the best just in that moment alone. Like, that's what you want everybody to say, and they never say it quite like that. And she's not messing around. So, uh, You know, when that happens, I mean, I mean, maybe it's a... Maybe because the guys couldn't say that. But it happens when it's a bachelorette. Like uh-huh. that's Allie like chased after Rated R and was like, Are you gonna run? Are you scared? Oh I do that was Are you great. such a little bitch that you yeah. can't stand up here oh, like a That man? was great, yeah. Um Demario does not seem that upset. He no, just keeps he's... being like, This is crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it was, Demario. Oh, and, and then You know who wasn't upset at all? Harrison. Fucking Harrison, Harrison comes out looking like a cat that just ate the 
fattest canary. Yeah, that is the definition of a shit-eating uh, grin. I mean, just he so loves it. Yeah. Oh, he's he could not be happier to see this whole thing go down. Rachel, not surprisingly, is upset by it in the aftermath. Like, I uh-huh. feel like in the situation, she seems like she's... You know, just kind of going on adrenaline. And then at the date afterwards, she seems a little somber. Sure. She seems a little sure. down. And but fair enough. I almost thought she was just going to call the date off. Yeah. but She I'm, had that vibe. I'm that she didn't. Because yeah. the guys kind of pick her up and mm-hmm. um, she really has a good moment with Josiah. Um, she does. And Josiah reads a poem that seemed to be a fine poem. And that contrasts with the earlier poem that Lucas wrote, which um, oh, used the word... In tile? Now, I, I don't know every word as an English <laughs> professor, but I don't believe that that's a word. I looked it up and I couldn't find a definition. Is that a word? In tile? In tile. All the things that you in tile. Oh, in What you entail. It's in tile. Oh, is that the deal? Yeah. Okay. But he's not, I mean. He's not Southern. Maybe that's part of the Waboom character. <laughs> it's your delightful Southern Waboom. <laughs> um. She has a lot of good conversations with yeah. the guys. They talk about the Demario situation. We also find out that Rush that Alex is Russian. Yes, Russia Gate. Yeah, time wasn't kidding with that um, cover of the Kremlin painted over the White House, but it should have been over the Bachelor right. Mansion. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> I heard that uh, Alex has a back back channel connection back channel to straight to putin 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 really wants to manipulate the outcome of the bachelorette <laughs> that's his way to undermine western democracy um josiah gets the rose and we end on a cliffhanger demario guys his character has been assassinated he needs to talk to rachel he's talk to her right now right so they are and that's that's at the rose ceremony, right? It is. Later, okay. It's at the, co- yeah. the cocktail party. The cocktail party, party the prior ceremony. to the rose yes. ceremony, okay. And it appears that Rachel is going to talk to him, although I would assume that she decides, in fact, to not let him come back. Sure, that's my guess as well. The previews make it seem like Josiah is going to like go out there and try to fight Demario. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what was going on in the previews. <sighs> right. You well, got that's Lee spewing some nonsense. some nonsense. Yeah. But, uh, well, we'll see. Whatever happens. Yeah, I thought so, too. I also felt like this demonstrated how nice it is when they actually let these bombshells hit when you're not expecting them. Right. You know, like, we didn't have three months of build-up to the DeMario situation. I like it when it comes out of nowhere. Well, of course. You want an exciting twist. And I also have to say, you know, I still think... That they should have rose ceremonies at the end of episodes. But this was one of the few times where I felt it was justified. Yes, this felt like a natural cliffhanger instead of a constructed one. Right. And it it felt like Demario, I mean, who knows what happens behind the scenes, but this didn't feel as like boring and forced as like when Taylor goes to interrupt Corinne's date. You know, and that was a cliffhanger last time. You know, when someone who gets cut comes back and, you know, Taylor emerges from the swamp Mm -hmm. to sort of confront whatever the Newly fuck his name was Nick. by the yeah. voodoo priestess <laughs> um so yeah i solid episode i thought again a lot of star power a lot of uh bombshells twist in terms a dog date you can't beat that you can't beat so it. yeah um good episode so folks i hope you enjoy the next one and we'll see you back here hey y'all uh maybe we'll run a little twitter poll asking you if blake or lucas is gonna last Ooh, longer. nice yeah good question you all right look for it Ryan. on twitter <laughs> 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.